Welcome to the Positive View Podcast, the podcast where we explore life circumstances, mental roadblocks, and endless opportunity to discover the positive view. I'm your host, Brianna G. And I'm your other host, Christy Murphy. This week, we're exploring positive action. Yes, but before we get into that, at the end of each episode, we set a mission for ourselves. This week's mission was to reflect on what you're resisting in your life and why. Christy, how did that go for you? You know exactly how it went for me because we spent the whole pre-show talking about this, trying to figure it out. Apparently, you and I, uh, well, I'll just talk for me. Uh, I have been resisting fun and non-goal-directed activity, Brianna. And both of us had a similar note, but I'll let you talk about your notes. Uh, And I realized, for me, I have a hard time with the concept of unproductive time. However, if I work too much, it's the reason why I burn out and why I procrastinate going to sleep. So my resistance to relax creates resistance to go to sleep because I'm for, I'm (laughs) by not scheduling it, I do it anyway. And then I feel bad. So I have been working on a list of things to do so far. Just what it says on my little spreadsheet that I do with my therapist is two to three Mm -hmm. hours free time, which Apparently, every time I start to do something that is relaxing, I make it about work. So I am actively brainstorming things. I mean, I've got words like pedal boats on Mm -hmm. here, but that's like a lot of work to drive all the way out there. And when I read, I think of books I want to write. And when I go and visit friends, I talk about work or help them, you know, put together a pitch for a TV show. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's just like I turn it into work. So I am actively working on that. So far, watching TV, but then I overdo that. So maybe just movies, watching movies at home or at the theater. And and I and I may see if my therapist approves reading Reddit as a hobby. And you and I have both decided that even though we try to sometimes make goals about how we're going to take over the world with this podcast, uh, mm-hmm. maybe podcasting is it. So I think I may have stole your report, but that's what's been going on for me. Uh, No, that's great. I think, and I'm so sorry. The only reason, you know, for folks who could hear me kind of chuckling and laughing, I was trying to hold it. I'm only laughing because very separately, we got the same notes (laughs) this week about how uh, in some circumstances, well, no, no, not even some, how we are approaching our lives. Uh, And, and particularly, yes, as you said, this idea of having non-goal directed activities uh same note uh this week for me as well and i think i've had the similar experience where i think of some ideas for things that i would like to do you know for fun uh and then i find reasons why i won't do them or, or or that I don't do them or I, I sometimes tell myself oh I just don't have enough energy for that and sometimes that is very true uh, but I wonder I do wonder if I'm resisting a little bit because I don't know how it's going to turn out I don't know how much energy it's going to take for me once I get there uh, there are different there are probably depending on the day and what I'm trying to do, there are different reasons for why I'm choosing 
or resisting getting some of that non-directed, non-goal-directed fun into my life. Um, but I do think, you know, ex- I mean, honestly, exactly as you've said, I do pick some things like television and whatnot, but it becomes less about fun and just more about crashing, you know, like I've been so stressed or I've just expended so much mental energy that it just, there's nothing more to do other than, you know, become very good friends with the couch. And I think um, it's funny because I I met uh, a lovely woman on this trip I took a few weeks ago. Um, She is, she, we talked just about that, like wanting to, wanting to do things like say after work, but just, it just takes so much that just not having that energy. And so just ending up kind of vegging instead of really, truly having an activity that is fun or, or more of like a, for me, I would say more of like a mental release or engaging my, you know, mentally and emotionally engaging in, in a different way, I guess, than just kind of sitting and vegging out. So that is uh, goal, non-goal directed. Is that the right phrase? Non-goal directed fun. So just essentially having fun to have fun. <laughs> That's what I've been resisting. Uh, and that is, <laughs> I'm saying this a little tongue in cheek, but that is my goal <laughs> is to have more non-goal fun to just have not have to do something because to get some specific win or some specific outcome but just to do it to do it and enjoy it that is um you know moving (laughs) into the next couple of weeks that's what I will be kind of taking a look at and seeing if I can't make that happen yes I agree and what's interesting is since we went over resistance, I came up with the idea of this week's episode being positive action. <laughs> and so when I say positive action or taking positive action, Brianna, what does that look like for you? I think that looks like something I have, I'm excited to explore and work on. <laughs> I think positive action for me right now is perhaps... Uh, I, if I'm actually going to take positive action, I think I need to reevaluate what that means. So right now, positive action means having a goal and doing all the things to accomplish the goal. So whatever, if it's four steps, if it's 14 steps, it is, you know, positive action. I'm not actually, I feel I'm not actually taking positive action until all the steps are done. And I have a sneaking suspicion. (laughs) Positive action is, you know, maybe taking one of those steps. So um, right now, I don't know that I have a great definition for it, but I'm really looking forward to exploring it more. Yes, it's interesting. I came upon this topic because a friend of mine recommended an audiobook called uh, Un-F Yourself, insert expletive there. (laughs) And one of the things he talked about was willingness and also taking action, like get it going. And that a lot of times we wait to be motivated to do something. 
And I've spent a lot of time, I love to make a plan. I love to think of solutions. I love to sit around and think. Doing, I do, I do do it. I do do it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I do things. But sometimes I find it interesting what I choose to act on. And a lot of it is like registering domain names and (laughs) just weird stuff that I choose Mm -hmm. to act on. And, And when I think about positive action, what I'm really thinking about is if I have a lot of anxiety about something, I used to think I had to work my way through those feelings before I could act. But what I've learned, and I've said it on the podcast before, is that action eases anxiety. That me growing up and being an adult and being being a more mature person is the willingness, albeit mostly reluctant willingness, to fill out the appropriate paperwork, right? Mm-hmm. There's plenty of things in life that I don't want to do. But the result of that, I want. My guy will constantly say that I love to cook. And the answer to that is, I do not. I love to eat. (laughs) And I cannot afford to have someone come in to cook it for me. Hence, this ordeal, right? So for me, the hope behind discussing positive action is that we can explore what we can do because we are what we do, not just what we think, so that we exist in a world and live our dreams in actual reality instead of the internal like vision of who I want to be, but not the person who I am when I walk around. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I, you know, you use the phrase, we are what we do. And I, that really struck me. So, and I think because particularly in the U.S., right, we we hear that a lot and it's generally in relation to, or or that we have this uh, concept of ourselves, we are what we do. And generally that means what we do professionally, whether, you know, whatever that turns out to be. And I feel like in these last few months, as I'm you know, just taking stock of where I'm at, I do feel like inadvertent, well, not inadvertently, because I feel like I've been very intentional about my career, but I do feel like I very much become what I do, which in some respects is wonderful because I do enjoy what I do. However, I feel like I am only that right now. I feel like if I, you know, when I talk with people, I feel like I have a lot to say if it's about my job being, you know, if it's about my job or nursing, wonderful. I love it. Talk all day about it. Uh, However, I feel that, again, maybe because I don't have a lot of goal-directed fun in my life, um, I don't have a lot really to talk about or that gets me super animated. or I feel like is very engaging for other people to listen to um, if it's not work-related. And that I feel like is something that I definitely want to change. So as we're talking about positive action, I think for me, it, it's it's looking at if we are what we do, okay, fair, how do I add to that so that it, it is something so that I am doing more uh, in addition, so that I'm bring, having things in my life in addition to what I do professionally. Yes, yes, I agree. 
it's interesting. I love, and somebody recently, uh, thank you for writing to us. I think your affirmation was perfect. I don't want to out anyone, but it was a really great affirmation about choices that I really, really, I actually shared it with my sister and she thought it was fantastic too. And, and you and you and I both enjoyed it a lot. Mm-hmm. I love the affirmations, but the affirmations and isolation of action don't change who we are. The idea though, behind the affirmations are that when I started saying I'm healthy and make healthy choices, when the thought occurred to me that I should make a doctor's appointment. Mm. And I'd been saying for days and days, I am healthy and make healthy choices. Healthy people don't delay going to the doctor. They, mm-hmm. they, they, they make that appointment. They follow up. They, and so in the moment, there was like a cognitive dissonance about who I was. I, I, I am healthy and I make healthy choices, Brianna. So does the healthy me postpone this phone call? No, I'm going to make this call now. Does the healthy me skip this treadmill one more time? No, the healthy me gets on the treadmill. And what I like about adding, taking positive action is it, it piggybacks on the momentum episode in that you're likely to do what you just did. So an act in that direction, and it doesn't have to be this giant thing. I think what gets in the way of me taking positive actions a lot of times is that I overthink it. Like there's mm-hmm. some things that I like, listen, me going, I need to take positive action. Let me just buy this expensive thing. You know, that one I can do, right? And I don't think that's really a positive action. That is me justifying an impulse purchase. Okay, so really know yourself because I can, oh boy, I'm taking positive action. I registered yet another domain name for a harebrained scheme that I'm not going to follow through on, but whatever, Brianna. So now that I spend like $200 in domain renewal fees a year or something, like, Mm -hmm. no, no, I don't need to register another domain. Although I just did that last week, but that's different. Um, Sure it is. My point is, it's a thing that I don't necessarily want to do. I want to want to do it, (laughs) okay? I Mm -hmm. want to be a fit person, but I don't always want to get on the treadmill. I will say I rarely (laughs) want to get on the treadmill. However, once I'm on it, it's not that bad. So I feel like reminding myself that you act your way into right thinking. I don't have to feel like it. I don't even have to want to do it. I just, to, to quote Nike, do it. And by not setting the, well, what's the point of doing that if you're only going to be on the treadmill five minutes, whatever Mm. it is that is a positive action. Last night, literally, I have a a spreadsheet with a bunch of tasks that I do with my therapist and we go over it every two weeks, right? And on my spreadsheet, you know, because I'm healthy and I make healthy choices, Brianna. So in the morning, I do a little bit of treadmilling and at night, I do a little bit of treadmilling. These two things help my blood sugar control, my stress, my sleep, my weight. It does a lot for me, even if it's not a lot, right? So all that, Mm. all that matters is that I do it. It doesn't, I don't have a time limit. I did start to set goals on like how many steps I want to average. And, and the more I did that, the less, the more overwhelmed I got. Mm -hmm. So what I started doing was just saying, okay, you just get on in the morning, you get on at night, done after dinner before breakfast. That's what you do in the morning and at night. Last night, I didn't want to do it. The night before, I didn't do it because I actually had an ankle pain. But then I was like, well, maybe my ankle still hurts. It's like, but it didn't hurt this morning, did it? You just don't want to do this. So I was like, okay, (laughs) three minutes and you're done. Any amount, any amount, you just get on there. And then I, you know, I was like, okay, I've done three minutes. I can do seven. I want to get to the end of this song. So it was like two songs and ended up being eight minutes and I was out, but I did it. And to me, that's positive action. 
Mm-hmm. Well, and I think sometimes that positive action is giving yourself the out or allowing yourself not, you know, to, 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 to not, well, I'm about to, okay. Yes. The positive action is taking the action. I find for myself that sometimes what I have to do is, you know, identify what that out is. So like you said, if I just have to go to the three minutes and then I can stop. A lot of times, you know, I think that that's great. I feel like I didn't always build that in. And so I would push and push and push to be doing something until I couldn't, I just couldn't do anything. And so not, so finding, you know, for me, finding that positive action as what's the, what's the goal or what's the, you know, the, the minimum that I have to get out of this. And then really, truly, sometimes my positive action is forcing myself to stop at that minimum. So when I was prepping for my trip, I would say, you know, I've got to do 25 minutes and, and then, you know, I just have, I just have to do 25 minutes. I got this. And, um, I would get to the end of the 25 minutes of what a try, whether it was, you know, being out hiking or treadmill or whatever. Um, and then I'd be like, Ooh, okay. I did the 25 minutes. And, and this is when I was first getting started and I was a little bit sore, but I was like, I can go another 15 at least. <laughs> and then I was like, you know, I was really, truly going to go for it. And then I just thought to myself, but if I do that, it's, it's like, I'm, lying to myself and I'm setting myself up to feel like on those days when I truly can't do more, I won't want to do anything because I guess my, this is so, okay. Because I, I, I know me, right. I, and I won't, I will know that even though I say 25 minutes, I really mean 50 and I don't have it in me to do 50 today. And so then I won't do anything. So it really is, you know, giving myself the permission and taking that you know, for me in those moments, that positive action is sticking to whatever minimum I say I need to do and letting that be enough. And really, you know, leaning into that phrase, which we've, I believe you came up with however many years ago, what if this is enough and and allowing that to stand uh, and being really happy with, with whatever that minimum is and just knowing I can maybe go a little bit more tomorrow. Maybe I'll set that up for myself. But today, the positive action I can take to get me into just any action is to stick with, I'm going to do what I said I'm going to do. I'm going to, and, and allow that to stand as enough because I can so easily, um, (laughs) I can so easily discount accomplishments by retroactively adding more, almost like adding additional goals to it (laughs) after the fact, if that makes sense. So if I've, you know, done what I set out to do, that's great. Now I need to do a bunch more and then I don't do the bunch more. And so now I've, I've, I've now just, um, I couldn't even celebrate the first win because I've, I've, kind of, I've ruined it now. I've, I've ruined my win by trying to add more stuff onto it, uh, that, that I never intended or really truly didn't need or want. I love that you brought that up because I think that is one really great tool for continuing to take positive action is to scale down your, your plan 
just a little bit. I am amazed at how quickly I can take something that I enjoy and that is fun and then want to ump up the ante over and over again until I'm overwhelmed and I can't get out of bed. And it's amazing how quickly I do that. I set up the spreadsheet and I started saying, well, you want to average 6,200 steps. And I got into these goals. And, and at a certain extent for me, setting a goal it motivates me. But there's a really interesting line where I've overgoaled myself and now mm-hmm. I can't do anything. It's almost like if I, if I set this up so I can't win, I don't want to play. And I think one of the key points to making sure the action you're taking is indeed positive action is, is it sustainable? Mm. <laughs> Can you continue to do this? Now, sometimes it's built in. I, sometimes on a deadline, I'm going to do what I've got to do, get done to get that deadline. Sometimes in life, you don't just get to always have, sometimes you got to put in the full court press, right? It's two minutes before that game is ending and you're going to be taking these shots, right? I'm not a, a game person, like a sporty person, but you know, mm-hmm. you, you play different. The last two minutes, you, you're trying to hit three-point shots that aren't, you, it's just a different game. My problem is I try to play that last two-minute game the whole game and then mm-hmm. wonder why I can't leave the locker room at halftime because I'm exhausted and broken. Right. You just don't, that's not the nature of how it's played. Running flat out is great for sprints. That's not how a marathon works. And life does come in, you know, marathon time, sprint time, rest time. And one of the interesting things my therapist pointed out is if I don't plan the rest, I will take the rest. It just won't be at a convenient time. It's like a Mm -hmm. car that you never take in for an oil change. Trust me, your car is going to get the work done. It's going into the shop. (laughs) It's just (laughs) when is it going to go and how much is it going to cost you? The first time you run a car without oil when you're young, and if you haven't never done that, you learn your lessons in a way that I admire. But... (laughs) the first time you realize that when you run a car without oil you end up with just sort of a solid metal that you can't fix that like that isn't Mm. it's new engine for you time it's not one of those maintenance things that can be ignored so yeah you're going into the shop so recognizing that like, I don't know what it was my deal, Brianna, and it's amazing because I'm 51 years old, but having someone point that out to me, my therapist, point that out, out to me, and then me recognizing, oh, so that's why I keep having these random breakdowns where I can't do anything or get out of bed. I just kept thinking it was because the way I made the plan was just a little bit off, mm. but it was a lot off, Brianna. It was a lot off. Like I just felt like I started to get lazy, and it's like, no, you started to get tired, And so you drag your feet, but you won't let yourself sleep because you have to do this work. So now you're just goofing off and you wake up tired. Positive action is preemptively looking at that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, and I appreciate you talking about the plan. You know, I do. Mm. I love a good plan. Uh, But I do feel like, and this is just something that's come, you know, again, in these last couple of weeks coming up for me is, is thinking that. I would perhaps benefit from maybe running my plans by someone and not for approval, 
but to say, to help me identify better, to help me better identify if my plan is realistic. I think, I think, again, I love a good plan, but I do feel like I can sometimes try, well, we've talked about it, right, to do too much uh, or have an unrealistic timeline for things or, you know, just sometimes you just miss a couple things or, um, and it would just benefit to have a second pair, pair of eyes on something. Again, not because I'm saying, ooh, do you think I should do this? No, but I'm going to do this thing and this is the way I've sort of set myself up to get it done. Can you help me see if I've got any weak points in my plan? Or is there somewhere where I can shore this up so that I can be a little bit more effective about, effective, <clears throat> excuse me, intentional and effective about what I'm trying to do? And I feel like I, that's just, I'm just kind of sharing that because it's come to me recently especially when I'm in those spaces where I'm run down, tired, overwhelmed, or stressed, I unfortunately (laughs) recognize uh, that I don't always make the best decisions from those spaces or, or I start to just take any action. I start to do any kind of just doing whatever because it feels just to be doing something feels better than nothing. But I may be just spinning my wheels. I may be pushing myself in the totally wrong direction or towards something that maybe isn't a priority for me. And so I do feel like moving forward, I would like to explore opening up a little bit more, um, asking for help a little bit more to say, I am really interested in doing this. Here are the things that I think I would need to do to make that happen. Does anything kind of stand out as being, I don't, I mean, I guess unrealistic or ineffective or any thoughts, anything else I could maybe throw into this plan just to be, help me be on the right track Um, I don't know. There's something about that. Again, it's not something I have a ton of experience with because I tend to be, (laughs) I just tend to be so solitary, but, um, yeah, I, I just am interested in seeing how collaborating or just engaging someone in helping to explore some sort of action might, might help me also because I do love a bit of teamwork, uh, or, or just connecting with people. And, um, it makes things more fun, especially when you do the action and it turns out well, because then you've got your built in, you know, you've got your built in cheerleader, your, your celebration team. And that can be, that can also make taking the action more exciting and more fun. I totally understand what you mean. And I really agree. The only thing that, and it's really interesting because you and I both love to make a plan. I think one of the things that is really key is you and I both lean heavily into, well, let me shore up the plan before I act. And one of the things I really loved about this particular interaction that I had with my, and this this was my second nurse practitioner therapy person, right? The first person I actually uh, decided wasn't for me. And I'm really grateful that I chose that because I found someone I work with better. What I enjoyed is initially she said, okay, well, all right, let's go ahead and 
see how this goes. Let's go ahead and, and see, like, I wrote a bunch of things that are like daily habits, weekly habits, things I had to do for the month, goals I had for the year, and broke it down. Like, what do I do every day? What do I do just some days? What do I do just once a month? What do I do? And I put it all in there and I wrote it all down. And as things came up, I added it. And we were, it's a sort of like a little, the constitution of Christie, right? It's our little working document. We're going to see how this goes. And what I liked about it was I came up with a plan. I act, enacted the plan. We revised the plan constantly. And I think a lot of times for me, I want to come up with a perfect plan. And mm. what I loved about the way she did this was she had mentioned that, you know, it doesn't seem like you have a lot of time off. And I explained that I record podcast every other Sunday and that's my time off. And she said, that seems like work. I said, I very much enjoy that. And she said, okay, great. And it wasn't until our last therapy session where I said, you know, I'm just finding myself reading Reddit too much and I'm just goofing off a lot. And uh, I just don't. And she just laughed and she said, you know, it's interesting because I just wanted to see how long you were going to be able to go like this. And I'm kind of impressed. It's been three months. Mm. Um, and she was pointing out that I had a day where I went to the movies because, you know, trying to do something every once in a while. And what I did was I also wanted to get gluten-free pizza. And then I realized <laughs> I'd be stuck in traffic. And so what I did while I was there was I added uh, an open mic in within, that was in within walking distance. And the open mic added a level of stress and work to my afternoon that I didn't really enjoy my movie and my pizza as much because I was thinking about the open mic. And she said, what you did was you took my non-goal-directed, right, fun activity, and I turned it into work. Mm. And I do that all the time. And she was the one who explained to me that I needed to plan every day for blocks of free time. That had to be in the schedule. And then bigger blocks of like fun things to do in addition to the small little bit every day. Mm -hmm. And I just really appreciated that the positive action was me trying out the plan as I thought it should go and then seeing if it worked or not and how it did and how it didn't and then tweaking. And I think that is the really great thing about positive action. Once you found your resistance, once you're, once you're working on keeping your momentum, that positive action is act, like plan, act, revise, act, plan some more, act. And it's that action that mm -hmm. makes it worthwhile. Uh, and honestly, because I think I wouldn't have recognized as readily that I make leisure time work if she hadn't been able to point out that I'd done it every time. And mm -hmm. I was feeling like, do I need to up my medication? What's going on? It's all not working. It's And I started to have these thoughts like this, Brianna. Oh yeah, it's three months in. This is when I get bored and I don't do anything and blah, 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 blah. And it's not. It's that I don't plan in the breaks. And mm -hmm. I don't think I would have believed her if it wasn't. Just like I never believed anybody who said that the reason why I don't have energy is because I don't work out. I'm like, I don't have the energy to work out. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, I love that. It just, again, I think it's so fun. It is fun uh, that we're both trying to, we're just that we find ourselves trying to build in more breaks. And that I think it's interesting that, you know, the problem that is kind of plaguing right now, plaguing me right now is that I don't have enough kind of downtime or don't, 
structure it in a way that actually feels like downtime. So I appreciate hearing you um, share that and, and talking about those things because, you know, one of the other things that I have to try to remember is, is active. And this is something that you helped me with um, is that when it comes to action brainstorming or thinking about what you need to do can be action. I feel like because it doesn't feel like, well, most of the time I'm not like up and moving or working on anything, but I do. So I never really identified that just thinking about what I need to do, coming up with the plan that some of, you know, that, that time spent that, that, uh, lead time almost, I guess is, can, is, can be also, positive action. And so even just taking, recognizing to now, I mean, literally right now, as you're talking about that, that just taking the time to think about the different things that I want to do, whether it's downtime or, you know, professionally, but taking that time to just to think can be a positive action because it just helped one, I love to come up with new ideas, right? Uh, it's very exciting. Uh, but it just really opens things up and it can be just really, really fun, especially when I get my post-its out and I start, you know, slapping post-its on the wall or whatever. Uh, and then it just, it's out there. Uh, it's more than just an idea or it's just, it's more than just daydreaming, but I've actually put some time into it, put some thought into things and... I'm just figuring out what I need to do next, but, but recognizing that that brainstorming, that, that, that thoughtful time is also action that is helping me get to the next place. I feel like I need, I consistently need to remember that particularly when I'm at work and there's a lot going on, it can feel very indulgent to take a minute and think about, okay, well, let me just think this through, or let me think about what I need to do next. It feels like I don't have time for that. Uh, but if I'm really going to be effective, especially in the workspace, I need to make time for that. Otherwise, I'm just spinning my wheels. And I'm doing things, but I may not be doing what needs to really be, what needs to happen, or or what's going to be most helpful for me in that moment. Yes, I totally know what you mean. It took me a long time to realize, and it wasn't until I was working with a writing coach, uh, Becca Syme, she was explaining to me that thinking about my book is working on my book. That it doesn't, like a lot of times people think, oh my God, I'm not writing today. Why? And she says a lot of people who are intuitive writers, sometimes they'll get stuck. And what it usually means a lot of times for certain people with certain, you know, she uses the Clifton strengths as the foundation for her coaching. With people with a lot of thinking strengths somewhere, especially like strategic, you've gone down the wrong path and your brain is literally stopping you so that you don't have to undo a lot of work. And she says, one of the key things, the difference between like, let's say you want to speed that up between like daydreaming and wasting time and actually working is the ability to sit down and allow the time to think. I think a lot of times I equate dreaming up plants with goofing off is because that's all I'm doing is dreaming. I'm not writing it down. 
I'm not setting aside the time to really think. I'm stealing individual parts because I don't want to deal with what it is I'm supposed to deal with right now. So there's a big difference between, for instance, me taking the time to work out the spreadsheet and planning that with my therapist. That is positive action. Mm. Me, on the other hand, sometimes going into my calendar and writing, this is how I'm going to get to weighing 127 pounds in 13 weeks by losing seven pounds, you know, by just doing that fun Mm. math where I'm just suddenly going to be a different person in six weeks, but not at all taking any time to think of anything besides not eating Mm. or whatnot to get there. Like I'm not meal planning. I'm not, you know, putting together a grocery list. I'm not thinking about how this is going to go into action. So I think what separates like strategizing and planning from daydreaming and uh, frittering away time is the ability to do it with intention. Mm -hmm. That leads to a positive action. And then falling, not falling into the trap of tweaking that plan over and over again before you've done anything. Mm -hmm. Like if I set aside Listen, you can spend you can spend three months plotting a novel and that could be time well spent. I know a lot of people who do that. And then the writing is really fast. But if I spend three months like working the first paragraph over and over again on the novel and then thinking I've got to plan more and not actually doing now, I'm not really. And you can tell by how you feel about your progress. And you can also tell by how much time passes and whether or not something actually ever gets close to finished. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciate you coming back to that idea of intention and being intentional about what it, what you're doing. Like you can have a positive, you know, uh, any step essentially can be that positive action if you've got that uh, intention. And then especially, you know, <laughs> I love the reminder of, not getting hung up on making the plan perfect before you take any action. That is an, you know, that is just a great reminder that I will take into this new week with me because I feel like I've got a handful of things that have been sort of hanging out there that I just have not taken steps on because I can't quite see how to make everything work out just perfectly. And then when you're talking about that, it just reminds me too, we have, um, you know, an improvement, like a change management or an improvement framework called plan, do, study, act, which is exactly what you've just said. You, you make your plan, you do it, you see how did that go. And then, uh, wait, you make your plan, you study, you act, and then you reevaluate and you make your tweaks, but at least and your change might not be exactly what you're looking for that first time uh, or even the second or third time, but each time you make those tweaks getting better. So I appreciate, I appreciate you saying that because it, it connects me to this framework. And I think that uh, I've used before, and I think it's that sense of just trying to bring some of that over into my personal life to help some of these things. <laughs> Not that I really need to make things more structured. Maybe I do. Maybe I need to make these personal changes or these personal 
actions that I want to take. Maybe I just need to bring a little more structure to my plan. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I do think that I just appreciate you sharing that and, and offering that as a, as a reminder. I, I also think when we talk about positive action, one thing that I'm also trying to learn as I'm just, especially if it's those things that feel like I don't really want to do it, <laughs> is to really take stock of how I feel when I'm doing it and how I feel after. And I, I feel like, you know, pos- if we're talking about positive action, surely it is getting us you know, to that place we want to be or, or getting us to something that we want to be doing, but then also examining how do we feel about it? And do I feel positive when I'm doing it? Or do I feel positive after? Or is it helping me overall to just have that more positive outlook? And I feel like that has been really as we're, you know, just exploring this topic, reminding myself that I need to not only be intentional, but when I'm doing the things, when I'm taking the action that I need to be really present to how it feels so that if it does feel, you know, if it does make me feel good, if it makes me excited, positive, energized, all of those, you know, more positive sounding words, if that's the case, then just trying to hang on to that so that I remember for next time, especially if it's something that I have a little resistance to, no, I can do this or I want to do this because yeah, right now it's a little meh, but I know once I get started or I know once I'm at this place or doing this thing, I know it's going to feel good. And so I'm going to, I'm doing it. I'm taking this step. I'm taking this action and I'm going to, I'm going to do it because I know it's going to make me feel good. And I feel like that I, has not always been something that I put a lot of stock in. And so I'm trying to practice that now, that sense of does this, how does this make me feel? And if it makes me feel positive or, or it helps me have a more positive outlook, makes me feel good. Uh, I want to go for that. I love that. I really do. I think, I think a lot of times there's the moment that I want to act and sometimes I will literally talk myself out of it, right? There will be this moment where I get the impetus to, I'm going to change my diet. Do you know what I mean? Or I'll get this, I should work out more or whatever. I'll get this thought and I will get on the internet and try and find the best way. And then before you know it, I've taken that moment, right? And I've buried it in Mm -hmm. ideas and plans. And sometimes the way to take positive action is to say, okay, I want to be healthier. What can I do right now? And sometimes it's, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw away some snacks or, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to drink a glass of water. I remember distinctly, my my sister and I were talking and she wanted to make a big move, like ge- geographical move, right? And she was worried. She knew it was, it was what she needed to do, but it was a big, big step. And she was worried that when she woke up the next morning, she would check it out. So what she did was while we were talking, she researched what's the easiest way to get my stuff to the other side of the country. And she <laughs> remembered this U-Pod thing, like where you buy a pod. Because I did this when I left the country. I just had them put my stuff in a pod, put it somewhere, and then I could have them deliver it later. And she loved that. She was like, I'm, I'm going to see how much of those pods are. And we're on the phone. 
And she was like, oh, okay, well, I got to go. I got to, you know, because she started falling into the reading thing. What she did before she went to sleep was she booked the pod. She got her Mm. credit card out and she booked that pod because she would strangely feel indebted to nameless pod company. (laughs) I think it was you box. I think it was you all Mm -hmm. because she'd already put the deposit down. They're, they're showing up on the 13th. That's it. You know, if I move it, there's a fee. Yes. It's a $50 fee, but she invested in that choice. She took a positive action. And sometimes any type of investment right here, right now. Now, if you're me, you can do dangerous things with this, right? You can say, I'm building a new business, so I'm going to buy this course. It's $3,000 now. You know, you wake up in the morning and you think, what have I done? I've just been duped by an internet scam. But so you can go either way with this. But my point being, sometimes taking a moment to just invest, book an appointment, get that coaching session, make one telephone call to see if your insurance covers therapy, one little action in that second to capitalize on that thought. I remember the first time I hesitated because I was worried I wasn't going to. I bought, listen, I bought a treadmill. It's not some fancy schmancy treadmill. It's like a $200 treadmill or a $300 treadmill that, that goes underneath my bed. And it's been the key point to all of my fitness. Why? Because when I have the impetus to actually work out, I do not have to do anything but put the shoes on that I keep next to the treadmill. Mm -hmm. I don't even put on a bra half the time. You know what I mean? Which (laughs) as a 51 year old 40 D lady is not, you know, but I don't care. And I put the fan right on me Mm -hmm. (laughs) with the air conditioned running and I just walk. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people had a lot to say about me purchasing a treadmill. You're never going to use it. And when I first bought it, I used it a lot and then I stopped using it. And then I got an Apple watch and now I use it all the time because it records all my steps. And it works for me because mm-hmm. I can act now. So when you get that, 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 that inkling for change, find a way if it's something you truly want it, it, and you know you want it because it comes up over and over again. And you know you want it in your heart because you're worried you're going to let yourself down again. Do something to invest in that, in mm-hmm. that moment when it hits you. And that's a great way to take positive action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And I think you know, I just want to come back to, yes, that's awesome, positive action. And I do think what what I hear in that, and we've talked a little bit about before, is, uh, is finding the right group and finding the right, potentially finding the right time uh, as far as what you're going to share with people, because, you know, I know I did say it can be very helpful, and it can be, uh, to share your plan with someone to just help you kind of suss it out, not looking to make it perfect, but at least giving you, you know, that good, good starter. But I do feel like also needs to be said is we do, I, I uh, do sometimes feel like I need to be a little bit careful about where and when I share things uh, as far as plans. Or one thing I've had to do is get very comfortable if I know that it's the right positive action to take for me right? It might not be the right thing for other people, but if it's the right uh, action to take for me, being being comfortable doing it, even if other people don't understand it, they don't think it's realistic, they don't think I'm going to be successful, uh, just, just to uh, make sure, you know, I just wanted to share both sides of that coin, I guess, in that, yes, it can be very helpful for us to share things and, and, 
you're talking about, you know, people saying you would not you if you bought the treadmill, you're never going to use it. That's what triggered this. Uh, mm -hmm. This thought process is to just have that other side of the coin it can be so great to share what you're at, you know, what action you're going to take with someone so that they can, um, you know, help you suss it or also to be there and help champion you and be an encouragement for you and somebody to just be excited about what you're doing. That can be wonderful. Flip side of that is, you know, kind of having some awareness of having some awareness on who's going to be encouraging to you and maybe who isn't uh, because we don't want, you know, we don't want that uh, negative or um, even less than enthusiastic re reaction can sometimes just dampen the the motivation to take some positive action. And so just keeping that in mind as well. It is it can be a fine line. It can, it can be very person, obviously very person specific, or it can just be even situational, but it is important. It's, it's, it has been for me, one of the things um, here and there that have blocked me from doing something and, uh, or rather has block that I've allowed to dampen my enthusiasm for something, especially if I've taken action and got a really positive result from that, not ha having shared that with someone or someone's uh, that weren't super supportive, just kind of dampens that whole thing. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. Yes, I totally agree. It's very interesting. Sometimes there's a point in a plan where you've got to t keep it uh, sacred and silent, right? You hold it in your heart, this dream. I, I love that. I think it was Lisa Nichols. She talked about having a dream and you have a vision for your life. And a lot of people get hung up on the fact that they're not getting support from their loved ones and the people who care about them. But the truth of the matter is they don't have your vision. And she says, you're gifted your vision. If they had mm -hmm. your vision, it would be their vision. So sometimes you have to hold something sacred and silent in your heart and take that action on your own. And it's really interesting because now people say, oh, you should be a comedian. When I wanted to be a comedian, I mean, I remember distinct. I used to have a joke in my act. My mom was like, oh, why did you go into comedy? Your brother's the funny one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, well, why let the world chip away at my self-esteem slowly when I can go into comedy? One clean blow, mom. One clean blow. Just like this oh. conversation. But <laughs> my brother is the funny one, by the way. Absolutely. I, he did comedy once. He was... He was a natural. I was like, I could feel my gut like turning with envy and pride at the same time. But it was so funny. He never did it again. He still comes up with bits. He is absolutely the funny one. The difference is I kept going. Mm -hmm. And eventually now people are like, you should be a comedian. And I'm like, oh, now that I don't care what you think, where were you when I was like crying alone? Mm -hmm. My goal for the first year of comedy, by the way, was to not cry on the premises of the comedy club. Like mm -hmm. not even in the car. You had to get, because somebody could see you in the parking lot. You drive around to the corner, into that neighborhood near Uncle Funny's. You cry there. You do not cry on the, the first two times I killed it. The rest of it, I think that I intermittently bombed for a year. It was so painful. Long story, even longer. Yes. Be careful who you share it with and know that your vision is yours and be willing to celebrate the small victories be willing to schedule in the time, be willing to invest in yourself, be willing to 
limit your time with people who are more draining to that dream that don't believe what is possible Mm -hmm. is possible and take the time to surround yourself. Even if you don't know people, start watching videos of people who did what you wanted to do, reading books of people who did what you wanted to do. One of the really interesting things about me and working out is that I have a client who's a bodybuilder. And it's really interesting because he said to me, everybody wants to be a bodybuilder, but nobody wants to lift the weights. And I was just Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, writers say the same thing. Everybody wants to write a book, but nobody wants to sit in a room room alone and type. And what got Mm -hmm. me through to finish the first draft of a novel that sat in a drawer was I did NaNoWriMo, the 50,000 words. It was the community. So sometimes being around people who are like-minded, who have a dream, or even if you can't meet those people, reading those stories and Filling your life with those kind of things is a way to keep you motivated to keep taking those small steps every day. And every once in a while, man, a big step comes around. And Mm -hmm. so you want to celebrate that progress. You want to be generous with the praise. You want to think, um, 10 years from now, will I be glad that I did this? Mm -hmm. Right? Look, look to the future. Think who would you have wanted to be in this moment or look to who you thought you would be at this age and how that person would act. And mm-hmm. use that to motivate you to move forward. That is incredible. And and I appreciate you talking about that, that looking forward and who do you want to be? Because, and, and this will just be, you know, sort of the last thing that I share, but it reminds me of one of the things, again, that you've uh, shared here before, but is a really great reminder is that sense of that, who do you want to be? I feel like you know, you share, you've shared that before and you've, we've talked about that, you know, in the podcast and out, but that sense of your identity. And, you know, as if I am looking at who I am as a person or who I either, and even if I'm not there yet, who I want to be, who I think I am or, or who I would like to be, I guess. Uh, and, and tying some, what's been helpful for me is tying some action to that. So, you know, this, um, this past year, I've been wanting to be more outdoorsy and that sense of being an adventurer. And for a while, I was doing zero about that. And then it was similar to, you know, you talking about um, your sister in the, the pod. I just booked a trip. I booked a hiking trip and was like, well, <laughs> I'm doing it now. Uh, and And that was such a for me, it was so scary and it didn't work out perfectly. I actually ended up having to reschedule it twice. Uh, but eventually I got there and I did this hiking trip, like seven days of hiking. And it it was it was helpful to have that positive action tied to an identity that even if I didn't feel like I totally had in the moment that I took it, that it was a step towards where I wanted to be and what I wanted to be doing. And so I appreciate, appreciate, appreciate you sharing that reminder of, you know, who, if you're thinking about the action, thinking in it in terms of who you are, who you, or who you want to be or where you want to be, um, whether it's 10 years, five years next week, I just really appreciate that uh, reminder because that has, uh, you've shared that quite some time ago and that has been incredibly helpful for me. So before we get into our mission for this week, is there anything else that you'd like to share about positive action? One quick tip, if you can find an automated tool 
to help you do what you want to do, like the uh, something that's going to block out, let's say, Reddit from your thing. Use that if you want to save more money, automatic savings, just leverage technology in that moment. It pays off in dividends. One second of deciding you're going to save $10 every other day or once a week can actually add up very quickly and get you into the habit of saving. So mm. leverage technology whenever possible. That's fantastic. And that takes us right into our mission, which is this week mission this week's mission is to identify one, just one positive action you can take. And we would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear about that one positive action uh, or anything else. For, uh, and now it's even easier than ever to connect with us. You can go to positiveviewpodcast.com. That's positiveviewpodcast.com and click on the message icon to leave us a voicemail. Yes, and new episodes episodes come out every other Monday. Please take a moment to follow and rate the podcast because it helps more people find us. Also, if you're enjoying the Positive View podcast, share us with your friends. That is our show for today. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Christy Murphy. And I'm your other host, Brianna G. We'll talk soon.